clap, clap, clap. All right, welcome. Dear listeners and listening audience, you're tuned into WMSC's Local Live tonight. We are live from Club Garibaldi with a live studio audience. You guys are really good looking. Thanks for coming out. Tonight we have Zed Kenzo for our musical guest. So don't go anywhere. First, we want to thank the folks that make Local Live on WMSC possible each and every week. My name is Aaron, joined by my co-host, Cal Roach. And tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSC is supported by a donation from the Hi-Hat Garage located on Arlington and Brady on Milwaukee's east side. And the Hi-Hat High-Octane Hour is Monday through Friday from 4 until 7 with an appetizer buffet. More info at hihatonbrady.com. And uh, Zed Kenzo is Zechariah Ruffin, and she's here with us. Good evening. Hi. Um, She's released a whole lot of singles, uh, mostly on SoundCloud. She did have an EP out also, and um, there's a video she had out this year, I mean last year, called uh, Imitation Diamonds with Mosaic. And uh, she recently headlined one of the nights of Riverwest Femme Fest, so uh, very active on the scene Mm -hmm. recently, and uh, for good reason. (laughs) So uh, I think probably we'll get started with a couple tunes. That sound good? Yes. That sound good to all of you? All right. Here is Zed Kenzo on Local Live. All right, this first track is produced by my homie Alien God. Circulate, watch the 
Next one up. I just produced this song pretty recently. It's very turned up. It's called Touchdown. Said I know they won't be ready for me when I touch down. Stupid califragilisticexpialidocious. Mary Poppins swagging on them when I touch down. Flexing on them, clowning on them, heavy touchdown. And on them, no, they won't be ready for me when I touch down. Gotta throw my money on me, got them throwing money on me. ZK, I'm the one and only. Never been no type of phony, everybody think they know me So I pull up in my rocket, super very out of pocket Tell them suck it to me, then I roll the duck out I'm my own speed, no rock of shame Sippin' on my champagne, strong, that strong My weak gang pullin' on them boys when I touch down Probably got them feeling like I'm Bruce Wayne And they got a lot of water drippin' on me when I touch down Juggin' in the best way, let me lay it out Bring me hella everything, I want it all you ain't getting nothing in return Cues or usher, let it burn Cause I'm all up in my fitness Let me not make with the Miley Cyrus With some glitter in the very stylish Looking for no sympathy Fall back You ugly like a human centipede Crawl back I'm so heavy with the meditative So sedative Looking like I'm just fresh out of high school Hat? No, they won't be ready for me when I touch down Calculating everything Trapping at the airport Feeling very suspect when I touch down Plotting on my Self call me Oprah Winfrey. No, they won't be ready for me when I touch down. Super califragilistic, expialidocious. Mary Poppins swagging on them when I touch down. Flexing on them, clowning on them, heavy touch downing on them. Zed Kenzo here on WMSC's Local Live. We are live broadcasting from Club Garibaldi tonight with an audience. And uh, we want to remind the audience, if you do have any questions you'd like to ask, you can write them on those little note cards on the table. Bring them up to us, and uh, we'd be happy to indulge. We've actually got one already. All right. From, Good job, uh, audience. From a, a one person named Lodi. It's pretty awesome. He wants to know, actually, the same thing that Cal wanted to know right off the bat, is, is Zed Kenzo your given name? And if not... Uh, or if so, is there a story to go with the name? Yeah, um, so my name is Zakaria. It's my birth name in real life. And my first, like, really close friend in college, she's half Irish, and she called me Zed, because that is just literally Z. It just means Z. So that's where Zed came from. And then originally I was Zed the Incredible, and I was really corny, and I did not like that name. So I was like, I want to keep Zed, because it's like my real name, like my initial, but something cool. And I was like looking up a bunch of like flowers, because I love flowers. And then I like went through a list of fashion designers to be like funny, kind of like how some rat, like, I don't know, Gucci Mane. Just like, you know, like incorporate like a <laughs> So then I ended up running across Kenzo. And then um, I later learned that that actually is Japanese for happy child. And I was like, I like that, because I feel like a kid sometimes. So, yeah, that's where Zed Kenzo came from. Okay. Zed, happy child. Happy child, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, do you come from a musical family, or did you discover music later on, like, through friends in school? Um, I would say it started with family, growing up in church, with my granny specifically, and my cousins. Uh, That's really where it started, and 
at my home home, like with my mom and my dad, they were always playing music. None of them play music themselves, but there was always music around me all the time. So she put me in piano, my mom put me in piano when I was like seven, so I was playing that instrument at a, a young age and started writing music in like elementary school, just, I don't know, and then it just kind of kept evolving from there, and I just knew at a really young age that I was gonna do something with music. Do you still use <clears throat> those instruments you started out on? Like, in, you know, do you incorporate that into your, your recordings? No, sadly, when I went to college, I didn't really have access to playing keys um, just because of timing and just what I was doing as a freshman, I kind of lost touch with that. Um, I still can sort of play, and we still have a piano in my mom's house, but no, I, I use the, the laptop for everything. I don't have like a MIDI keyboard that I actually use. It's just all on the actual laptop. We'll get there when I get the money for it. Fair enough. I know. When you, when you grow up, you don't always have access to instruments and you yeah. don't approach music the same way. Either, so. right. right. Did you grow up in Milwaukee then? I did. Yeah. I grew up in Milwaukee. Born and raised? Born and raised. And then you did move to L.A. for a while, correct? Yeah, that was like my most recent place I lived. And I moved to Madison for college right away. And so I was there for seven years. <laughs> And then I moved to Chicago for like eight months, just working mostly and trying to like meet people and network. And then I moved to LA from Chicago and I was there for about seven months. And then I came back to Milwaukee and that's when I started really doing music. Did you always have LA in mind as kind of the, the goal when you were kind of moving around and like making connections with people? That kind of happened um, because I met a friend in Madison. We visited there together. So when I went there with her, I was like, oh my goodness, I want to live here. Like, this place is so cool. And like, I can dance and I can do art and music. And then it just happened. And I don't know. I didn't really get the opportunities out there that I've gotten here, though, just because I wasn't there long enough and I didn't get to, like, actually, I guess, network the way that I would like to, ideally. It's probably a lot more competitive out there, too, oh, from yeah. what I hear. Yeah. Just even getting a job at like a coffee shop is like hard. <laughs> so uh, people trying to like come up overnight, yeah. <laughs> it's not gonna happen unless you know the right people, so. So like what was the biggest takeaway from your time on the, on the West Coast versus like coming back to the Midwest? My biggest takeaway? Like what did you bring back with you that, uh, that you learned out there, the biggest lesson or whatever? Every man for himself. <laughs> Okay. I don't know, like, literally, like, I came back here and I was just like, what am I doing? I have to start my whole life over. I, I felt like I really had to do that, but I don't know. I was kind of lucky that I knew people, some people here that were like, no, you're doing this. We know that you love to do this. You're doing this show. You're doing, like, you know, and that part I'm really grateful for, because if that didn't happen, I don't know how I would be right now. Were you, would you say you were excited to come back or was it kind of like uh, you dreaded coming back? I kind of dreaded coming back because yeah. I, I liked it out there. Just things didn't work out with my living situation and I just didn't have enough money or time to like find somewhere to live and I didn't know that many people. So I kind of felt like I failed, you know, like having to come back, but then I did and it was just like, <gasps> who dis? New, new state, who dis? Even though it's your old home, um, I just met people so quickly and I just jumped right into the music scene so quickly that it, it was like, 
no, this is a blessing in disguise. So. Well, that's good. Yeah, totes. Blessing for our scene, too, as well, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a really good time right now. We should jump into another song. Another song? Two. All right. Cool. Let's do that. All right. Shouts 
Saturn floating through another dimension Feel the hypertension hieroglyphs all over me holographically Look into my eyes, you hear the message telepathically Let my psychic lullaby lead you out of the psychosis They be talking, tell them shut it, they got halitosis If I'm the prescription, you might ask for bigger doses Freedom from his mental prison, now we call me Moses Told you I'm the never compare myself to roses I got thorns, every horse penetrate the corpses Teleporting back and forth from all my ghost houses Fall asleep up in they bed, they make them take they couches I'ma hurt they feelings like a spill on fancy blouses Ocean breeze, salty, keep them modest like the mouses Pouchy, never chalky, finna put it where your mouth is You catching feelings, but I'm catching back to keep them inside of the mausoleum You let me in, now I gave you that bite of your time to be you won't be one thinking I'm awake one You'll be bleeding, use your hemoglobin for my skin serum I said they be talking, tell them shorty they got halitosis If I'm the prescription you might ask for bigger doses Freedom from his mental prison, now we call me Moses Told you I'm the never compare myself to roses Zed, Zed Kenzo, <laughs> WMC Local Live. Thank you so much, Zed. And uh, I'm gonna call you Zed, even though that's not your first name. It's okay. Is that cool? You can okay. call me Zed. <laughs> and thanks so much to our audience. I've got some awesome questions so far for you. Are you ready for a couple? I'm so ready. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, so I'm gonna go with one that was super recent. It says. If you could collaborate with any artist, dead or alive, who would it be and why? <sighs> okay. <laughs> oh, there's so many people. Okay. Okay. Off top. Just go off top, off top, off top, off top. I would say MIA first, because she is one of my biggest, I guess, influences. Like when I, I don't know, like she was one of the first people I heard. Like after growing up, like in the 90s and, and seeing people like Miss Yellen and, and Busta Rhymes and just really eccentric, you know, like hip hop artists. Um, MIA like stood out to me a lot for a lot of reasons. You know, she again self-produces all of her own stuff and that's something that is huge to me and I do the same thing. Um, and she just is so quirky and I don't know, politically she's a little out of pocket, but artistically I love like pretty much everything she does. Um, so she would be someone that just automatically comes to my brain. Probably also left eye, because people always compare me to her, and I think she's great, and RIP. Um, Prince, also RIP. Uh, this band called the Cocteau Twins, I really like them a lot too. And I would make some crazy music with them. It would be crazy. I could really see that. <laughs> I, can, I can envision that. Me too. Yeah. So we've got, a, we've got a couple from Rob, and this might be, the first question might be kind of along the same lines. He was wondering what your top three influences would be. And if that's the same, I can always skip to the next. No, yeah, that, um, I guess I was also thinking about this recently, because I just feel like my brain is just has so much in it, and I'll like be like, oh, I didn't even realize that about myself, but... I was just like thinking about too when I first started actually not being afraid to put music out. Um, I was listening to a lot of Das Racist 
and a lot of Tribe Called Quest. So it was like around that time listening to them. And then Tyler the Creator came out and I was just like, oh, oh my goodness, yeah. Let's do, let's go. Like a conglomeration of all those three um, definitely influenced me to be like, you can be weird and you can say whatever you want and be yourself and make awesome hip hop and whatever. And the second part of the question is, uh, actually it's just a second question. What song makes you cry? <sighs> Probably a few of those, right? Oh my goodness, what song makes me cry? A lot of songs make me cry. But, uh, of course, it's gonna sound so cliche, but I think of this song by Bright Eyes off of, was it Fevers and Mirrors? I think it was this weird, like, mixed, or not mixed CD, but like a compilation disc he had. What was it called? I don't remember what it's called, but it's like, I pour myself the stiffest, drink my stomach, can stand. Like, every time I, the drunk kids, the Catholics, that song, I cry every time I hear that song. And I feel so stupid. That was probably the intention, though. <laughs> yes, yes, it's counter Oberst. Like I said, like it's cliche, but that's that's the first thing that came to mind. But when I was younger, the Pokemon song used to make me cry. So I'm really weird. I'm serious. I was I would cry singing that song sometimes. It's a ballad, you know. It's the ballads that do it. Serious. I'll take your word for that one. I don't think I even so know that. So serious. Song. Ask my roommate from freshman year. <laughs> All right, all right. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna save the next question for a little bit later. Um, where were we? I, uh, I guess. Let's see. Uh, Cal, did you already ask her about missing the Midwest? Basically. All right, all Basically. right, all right. We proclaimed we your love for, that the for the Midwest. That's awesome. I want to ask you a little bit about Youth Crush, because it was a little bit different from what you do now. Um, you know, are you still working with them at all? Oh my goodness, it's been, it's hard because one member lives in New York. We, I, I, we kind of like are not sure what's going on with the bassist right now. Um, and then the drummer, Kelsey, she's also very busy and has a, we've just all had so many things happen, you know? Um, I'm honestly not sure, I hate to say that at this point. I still would love to continue on and we've talked about it, but it was really just trying to solidify the members of the band at this point because we all are in different places in our lives. Um, but I, I love Youth Crush. I've played with them really just last minute style. We went to Idapalooza in Tennessee and I learned, I didn't even really learn the songs. I was literally just making stuff up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, I was like, I wanna learn the lyrics, but I'm screaming so no one's gonna know what I'm saying. Um, but I would like for us to kind of come back to some sort of, I don't know, mutual ground and figure out what we're gonna do next because that's just kind of been like in the air and kind of back burner. All right, so it's not a, a finished tale. It's <laughs> not finished, um, but we, we, it's still something in our hearts and our minds. Um, and I hope that we can figure it out and continue. And just for the audience to know, how, do you, how would you describe Youth Crush? Is it technically a hardcore band? Yeah, it's like a, a hardcore punk band. Um, it's com well, it was comprised, composed of myself 
as the lead vocalist, screaming and losing my voice for a whole summer. <laughs> and then um, my friend Kelsey, she's the drummer, and there is a bassist and a guitarist. So it's a four-piece band. Um, well, it became that uh, when I was in it, and very politically char um, charged. So most of the songs are just about being like a, a person of color or a person that's like marginalized. Um, that's where most of the songs that I came in, I came into the band with the songs already written and I had to like learn the material for them. But yeah, just like radical, outside of the norm kind of thing. So what were the biggest challenges of fronting a hardcore band? Was it being the person with the message in the spotlight or was it the vocal style? Cause it's like not so easy to pull off those screamy vocals. That was the hardest part, was trying to pull off screaming like that. Like I literally lost my voice for the whole summer because of it. I didn't know what I was doing. Like I grew up listening to a lot of hardcore, like a lot of hardcore in high school. Like I mostly only listened to hardcore music. Like I'm emo. Um, and just other weird experimental hardcore. And um, I would try doing it, but then being the performer and, yeah. And then trying to learn, for me it was really hard, like learning the lyrics of an already established band. And I, you know what I mean? I was like, I'm, I write all my own stuff. I don't know how to like come and like fill someone else's like position, you know? So that was really hard. Was that the first time you really did like that screaming type of vocals too? Yes. Yeah. Like sometimes I, I'll yell if I'm really like pumped up during a show, but it's not like that where it's like, like, you know? <laughs> At least no permanent damage was done. No, right? yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm lucky. I got my voice back a little bit. So still a little raspy, but I manage it. Should we do a couple more audience questions? Um, we, it's done. We're going with the flow. More chatty or more singy? Um, uh, I'll do, I'll do two more songs. All right, okay. let's, let's roll back to some songs. Well, We're going to turn up a little me. bit. Thanks for the audience questions so far. Once again, audience, you've been awesome. Give it up for yeah. Zed Kenzo here on Local Live. Okay, this is, uh... Another one that a friend produced for me, Randall Bravery. Shouts out to you, guy. Yeah. Hiding from my hibernated sculptures. I couldn't find my shadows. I was just too effervescent. Hiding from my hibernated sculptures. I realized my shadows had luminescence. Released my shallowness, took a deep breath in. Time myself down, I was closer to heaven. Interlocked fingers with my closest brethren. We scammed the casino, no oceans 11. I'm just a black girl when I rap, girl. You map out the factors. As I'm a direct fact, I am a factor. Master in the laboratory. Listen closely, hear my story. Nothing about me is boring. I shed a tear all of a sudden. It's storming Yeah, I said uh, I'm just a black girl when I rap, girl. You map out the factors. As I'm a direct fact, I am a factor. Master in the laboratory. Listen closely, hear my story. Nothing about me is boring. I shed a tear all of a sudden. It's storming. Uh, 
to hear the warning Don't bite the hand that feeds you Make sure that when you speak up there's no bleed through Make sure your consonants come through so confident and constant It said the valley of the shadow of death might lead you Beauty is skin deep but that is not equal Some that my lovers are secretly evil Think about that You're number one but there's always a sequel But don't get that twisted on me, I'm the prequel Let that marinate Said I make it rain then I spark the flame with kerosene They tried to harm me, it only felt like ketamine I make it rain then I spark the flame with kerosene into my cell because I'm so low by that I mean independent I won't let them hold me down though they might try no 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 I said I share my color with deities I also live in the Pleiades I also walk amongst those that won't read and the need to succeed with the cleverness I got my power back This is one of the first songs I produced, Linda Blair. Zed Kenzo on Local Live. We are down at Club Garibaldi tonight with a live audience, and uh, that audience has submitted some more questions. We might as well get to them, I suppose. And this is a good one. It's funny because I actually wrote a, a piece with uh, a collaborative piece with a, a guy at Milwaukee Record about this particular topic um, a while back. 
But the question is, some criticize Milwaukee's music scene for being too insular. What's your opinion on that? And is there room to grow? <sighs> um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, that's a hard one to speak on. I do think that there's absolutely room to grow. Um, I mean, I've seen my, personally people that I know that are in the music scene flourish outside of Milwaukee. Um, obviously, Webster X is doing a, an amazing job at that. Um, Ishtar also. And obviously, it's like, okay, but you're connected to those people and they're connected to each other. But still, it's like cool to see that. And even um, No No, I was thinking about this. Um, they had a song featured on the show Shameless. One of their songs was featured on one of the episodes, and I think that that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I, I, don't, I can't speak for everybody, but I would say that I do think because we are so interconnected and that's, that creates room for people to put their people on in some kind of way just by supporting them and just by talking about them. And um, I think everyone kind of needs to do their own work too and try to do shows outside of Milwaukee, try to travel, I don't know, like uh, be more involved in networking with people that are around the Midwest that aren't just here, like Chicago or Minneapolis or what have you. But I do think that there's room to grow even within that. And I w I've been saying this for a while too, like I would hope that I want to reach other artists that are in Milwaukee too and learn more about other artists that aren't just in this little knit, um, like this little framework. Because I'm sure there's a lot more that I've never experienced or heard of. And I think that's why Free Space is so cool too, because it's bringing a lot of the youth invo involved. And these are youth that don't live in Overwest. You know what I mean? Um, or Bayview or whatever. It's people that are outside of what you think of when you think of Milwaukee music scene. I think a lot of it's tied to River West and like, you know what I mean? Like Bayview. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, there's room to grow. Grow. It was like, grow. <laughs> <laughs> and festivals a, like FemFest even and yeah. Arde Paratoto right, yeah. totally. also help do that. Too, yeah. So. Yep. Yeah. All right, I don't mean to shift gears totally, but we've got some rad audience questions. Um, this person wants to know, what was the last show you attended that you were not performing in yourself? That's a good question. Oh my goodness, don't do this to me. You know, I look like a meanie. Well, you know, the last um, one you can remember, I guess. Uh, oh, um, well, I went to, I went to uh, this like hip hop event at company like two weeks ago, two Saturdays ago. I have the worst. I don't. This is a bad question. Should I ask you the next like question instead? Amnesia now. <laughs> well, they also want to know what the last album you bought was. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <sighs> this is. You know what? Putting you on the spot. I here. haven't bought any albums in a long time. Um, and it's, I think about it like every day. Um, I do, because I, I miss being like extremely inspired by like new music and I just haven't like taken the time. I didn't listen to the new Kanye, the new Chan. There's a lot I haven't listened to, okay, y'all? So I guess for me, I was like talking to my friend about it. I was just like, I feel like kind of I don't know, like when I'm not working on my own music, I just feel like weird. 
And even if I'll like sit down and try to listen to something through, I'm like, I'm inspired. I'm gonna go and like make my own stuff. What was it? Oh, what was I listening to actually? I was listening. I was listening to a new album recently, and I was like, I'm gonna go home and make my own stuff now. Like four songs in, I was just like, I am gonna go home and make my own stuff now. So zero. The answer is zero. I hear that a lot from musicians, though. Like when you're really working hard on your own stuff, you don't want to listen to other stuff because you want it. You know, you want it to be original. You don't want it to be sounding like somebody else's stuff anyway, right? Yeah, I, I dibble and I dabble. You know what I mean? I'll be like, I'm listening to like three of their songs. I'm listening to like three of his songs, three of her songs. Uh, okay, I'm listening to my own beats now, over and over and over and over and over until I figure something out. All right, I've got one more audience question here. Um, how has your background in dance influenced your music? Oh, that's a good question. Shouts out to whoever asked that question. Wow, that's a good question. Um, I don't know, like music-wise, like me actually like producing music and like writing, I don't know, but performance-wise, it's really like, I incorporate that a lot. I move a lot, like, I'm not moving right now because I'm on the radio live and I don't want to run out of breath. But it's really like, it's always incorporated in my live shows. Like, um, if I really give a lot of uh, gratitude to my mentors and my trainers from dancing in college. Because um, if I didn't have that experience with, with performing dance, I don't think I would have been able to just hop on stage and start rapping like out of nowhere like I did. And it was hard, but just the things I learned about breath and presence and just kind of losing yourself and but also being connected to your body um, is like a really huge part of performing and that's pretty much the gist of that. Good question, whoever so what is, your, uh, what is your dance background? What styles and uh, what, did, like, did you dance professionally or was it just kind of a, yeah. a school thing? So yeah, my mom put me in dance when I was five. So it was like ballet, tap jazz, all that. And it was at Gales over on the north side. I did that until I was like middle school and I like went to theater and we like had a pretty intense, as in the Majeska Youth Theater on the south side. And that was like pretty like, eh. Then I did some dance training my senior year of high school. That was like boot camp. Then I went to college and I immediately started taking classes. And oh my goodness, my thigh went from like to because it was it was it was modern. It was um, the UW Madison's Dance X program now department. It turned into a department when I was there. Uh, it was very like intense. I mean, these are professors that have been, that have moved all around the world and have had their own studios and have trained with like the best of the best, you know, competitively and professionally. So yeah, I did that all five years and I was in undergrad performing and training, mostly modern, a lot of African too. And then after I graduated, uh, I still I stuck around for two more years just so I was because I was dancing with the school and getting paid for it, and it was really cool. And uh, I miss I miss that. So yeah, it was intense. I was I was out here. It was like arabesque, like whoo. It was it was lit. <laughs> yeah, kind of lost that, but I still have a little bit of that technique. Again, we need a webcam. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so what what pushed you to like kind of <laughs> move away from well not away but you know focus more on your own music and music in general you know after kind of dabbling in dance and a hardcore band like what you know drove you to be Zed Kenzo and focus on your own thing? Um, it was always there. I was always working on my own music. Um, I didn't have a computer and all that growing up, even in high school. Like, I didn't have a laptop. Like, we had, like, an old PC. I would just, like, record on my piano and then use, like, a really dumb prepaid track phone and record songs. And then I went to college, and I was making songs in a garage band forever. And I just never had the confidence to do it. I always felt like people would say, like, you're not supposed to do that. I don't know. I just let like insecurities hold me back from putting music out um and i had other people like telling me that i couldn't do it you know like i just had a lot of doubt and then it took like i said like listening to the right kind of music meeting the right kind of people to like push me and say no you're, you're supposed to do this and you know that um and so finally uh i just went out on a limb and just did my first uh, performance, it was at like an open mic in Madison, my junior year. Um, I did one song and it was terrifying. But I was like, oh my God, that felt so good. Like that, that's, this, ah, I unlocked Pandora's box, oh. I don't know, but it was just, I don't know. It was just really, just a matter of me not doubting myself anymore. And I still like, all like, feel like I'm not just like a, a vocal MC or what I'm still a dancer I'm still a visual artist I still care about the things I studied in, in college and stuff like that but just all as a whole it all it comes together for me to just be a performer period so um, we we know there's uh, some video on YouTube of you performing at um, so far sounds in mm -hmm. Milwaukee uh, which is like an international house show series um, so do you prefer like doing more intimate things like that or do you prefer like a bigger stage in a club or something like that? I love the big stage and yeah. all the people. I just, it's easier for me, I don't know why. Um, I don't mind the intimate stuff like this but I'm really like shy and I get kind of like, you're all looking at me and I can <laughs> see every person's face and that's more intimidating to me because um, I am very awkward uh, but yeah, I like the bigger stuff more. I actually got head up for so far again to go and do that again. So in Chicago, I'm hope, hoping that happens. So I'm excited about that too. So do you by chance have, how many songs do you have? I have a couple more left. Um, okay, do you want to do maybe one more and then yeah. we'll do a little more chatting? Totes. All right, let's, Totes. let's bring it back to some more music from Zed Kenzo, who is our guest on Local Live tonight with a live studio audience <laughs> from Club Garibaldi. <laughs> yeah. Okay. They say money talk. Well, what can I say? Swagger is my currency, it's just the way I sway It's in my DNA, but on for me, pray W-A-I-T, wait, 
Roll up on my succulency like the way I play My verses and my curses but right now we got me splayed Caught up in my display I make them the star of my play A disaster is on the way I'm the master yeah, in my slave This is the apocalypse disguise is my metropolis Profound and steady dropping it bow 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 no stopping it Crawl into my vortex I got a tight grip Make that an epidermis rip from my poisonous drip Will I drink lemonade? Polish off my blades Bite into them with my fangs Add a pocket and a Will I hang like Laura Ziataria? Creature of the darkness, lover of hysteria Fighting my battles with my witty bubbles You thought it was over but I'm not your average Thought I was an ass and I'm really savage I make you drink it up, rip out your heart and that I make you eat it up Don't answer me, I will never be sweet enough I will survive you terribly G Come to my cave, I won't misbehave I should've told you I knew you was a renegade You finna find out today, I'm plotting on Opulence, you should move out my way Pull out my turn again, I'm finna get turned on like a dismay Oh, this is not a drill, no, this is not a game You ain't getting no last words, they don't matter Anyway, watch me drink lemonade Polish off my blades Bite into them with my fangs Add a pocket and a ranged While I hang like Loresia How am I? You guys are so great for letting me say all this weird stuff on the radio that entire song is about me being a bat and like eating someone, so. Yes. Whatever. Awesome. Um, ooh, Kel, do you want to start this next one out? Why not? The audience is really killing it tonight. Yeah, you guys are. are awesome with these yeah, questions. Thank you guys. This one comes from Joel. In your opinion, who are the most slept on musical artists in Milwaukee? I kind of mentioned earlier, for one, I'm going to say Taj, Taj Raiden. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, love her. Wow, what a beast. Um, this is so hard. Uh, I don't know if you, I don't know if slept on is, I don't want to say slept on, because I don't really know, like, I only have my own little viewpoint. I only know what I know from what's around me, but I mean... People that I would like to see more of is what I would say personally. I would personally would like to see more of. I want to see more Pleasure Thief. I, I love that her project with that. I want to see more Pleasure Thief. Um, I want to see more uh, King Cortine. Um, love, I, I love him a lot. Um, who else? There's... Oh. Everybody, I don't know. It's, I feel like I do feel like I, I'm not gonna lie. Like there is a lot of repetition. And again, I live in River West. Literally, I'm in River West all the time, and I see just the same acts over and over. And I'm paired with the same people over and over and over again. So I don't know. There's an extended list. Like I said, I still want to learn more about music in Milwaukee that goes outside of the circle that I'm connected to. So pretty much everyone outside of that circle that I'm connected to. <laughs> 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 
How do you think that might, might change or how could that change in your opinion? There's a lot of support from, you know, the local blogs like Milwaukee Record and Shepherd Express and everything like that. And just putting other people in that spotlight every once in a while and not seeing the same people over and over again. Just giving someone a chance, putting, uh, giving someone else a chance to do a show. Because, like, for me, like, I don't, I don't book any of my own shows or things I do. People, luckily, people will reach out to me for that. So I'm like, maybe skip over me and ask someone else that you haven't asked before next time. I don't know, I wouldn't be offended by it unless it's something huge, you know? Like someone cool that doesn't live here comes here. Like MIA. Yeah, like MIA. <laughs> <laughs> wink, wink, <laughs> cough, MIA, cough. Yeah. It could happen. It could. Um, I want to get to this question. What, what, what are we running on on time here? Got a little bit? Yeah, we're okay. We're okay, okay. Um, I guess we have... We both have a question about um, your singles. You've been releasing a lot of singles in an EP, and someone in the audience also wanted to know, do you have plans to release like a full length this year or next year? Ah, okay, it's February. Okay, for real, this year, I promise. I am secretly plotting on things right now. My next major goal for real, for real, I promise, I want to have a visual out because I've had so many singles. I, I like, have listened to my SoundCloud or look at my SoundCloud, I'm like, this is an album. Like, this, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's not the songs I, would, I want on my album, but I have enough material out there and I just kind of want to do something visual because I think that that really helps um, with people just getting an idea of who you are. Um, and it's just, it's been taking long because I have a day job and I just don't have the right space to record professionally that I would like to. I don't have the funds to pay certain people to do that. And the people that have offered, I don't wanna just be like, yo, can I come and take up your time to do this for me and I can't give you anything, maybe a six pack of PPR, I don't know. Um, so, no, this year things are happening. I'm just kind of mapping everything out and I don't wanna just say like, this is the month and this is the, because I've done that before and I was like, mm, that was not a good idea because I, really, I wasn't ready. So would the, the album be the songs that you do have on SoundCloud? Like, because you do have a full yeah. album's worth or would it be <laughs> new stuff that you would go out and record? Probably not really anything from SoundCloud. I have a lot of unrecorded stuff that I've done in my shows and it's stuff that I do want to record. So stuff that I've done in my sh at my shows and just other songs that I haven't even like like performed or put on SoundCloud yet. I have a lot of stuff just kind of sitting around literally waiting for me to just record over it. And there are a lot of uh, talented filmmakers in yes. Milwaukee right now, especially making music videos and stuff. Yeah. So is there anyone in particular you'd like to work with for, uh, for a video? Do you have anything set up or are you just kind of scoping around right now? I'm kind of, I'm talking to someone that I met through so far. I just don't want to put stuff out if I'm, you know what I mean? I want it to be, like, solidified. Yeah. But I'm talking to someone I met through that. Um, obviously, I've talked to uh, Cody LaPlan and Damien. Like, they're, like, my homies, too. And when I first moved here, I met them right away, and they were totally on board. Like, whenever you're ready, just hit us up. We'll do a video for you. So that's always going to be an option, too. Um, and uh, who I feel like there have been people that have offered that. I would be interested in 
just a matter of time. I would think. Yeah. You're overdue. Overdue for a video. (laughs) Well, I think we do have time for one more tune if you want to do one more. Otherwise, we can keep talking. Um... Yeah, we can just keep talking. Keep talking. All right. <laughs> <laughs> These, I'm just, I've done enough out-of-pocket stuff for the night, so. Okay. Um, one thing I, want, <laughs> I was wondering is, because um, obviously, like, your, your reputation as a live performer is, like, kind of precedes you as, since you don't really have a full length out or anything like that, and I'm wondering if that kind of... Does, is that something that you think is going to... Does that help your recording career? Or does it, like, hinder you? I think it hinders me. Yeah? Because now when I record, I'm so self-conscious. Because it's like, no, they're not going to see you and out and all that. It's just you have to sound crisp and clear. And I have, my voice is very, you know, like... I don't have the strongest voice. I know that. So it's unique in its own way. And I just, like I said, I have to get in the right space and have the right setup. Because if... When I have the right setup, I sound great. When I'm sitting in my room with drywall and a hardwood floor in the tiny, tiny room, I, it does not sound great. Like it's, and I'm overly critical of myself too. So, But for me personally, that makes it harder when I think about it because I'm like, oh, it has to sound really good. I just want it to sound really good. <laughs> I suppose that's understandable. Yeah, yeah totally. Like, who would sound good in a tiny closet? Some people do. Sam Cooke, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My voice is like a little mouse. It's like... <laughs> um, I want to know a little bit about your collaborat- collaborating because you, you collaborate with so many local artists uh, and rappers. What are the positives and negatives of doing so much collaboration? Does it, does it inspire you? Does it hold you back in any way? Does it make you want to, you know change the way of your own output. Talk about that. Um, I guess it's inspired me. I've worked with a lot of other like female MCs. Speaking of which, Taj just walked in the building right now. And I want to record a song I have with her too. Um, no, it's, it inspires me because I like to, um, I think it's good to be able to work well with others too. And it's always fun when you can just meet someone and you both just vibe and it's like oh yeah this is working yeah let's tag team ooh ooh you know I don't know I don't think think it's it's hindered me I don't think I have that many collaborations either you know what I mean not that are like recorded or like I don't know do I I think I do do I I think you need to look at your own SoundCloud page (laughs) there's quite a few yeah there's a couple you're right (laughs) I suppose they all blur together after a while. Yeah, it's yeah, it's cool. I think it's cool. I don't know. I do a lot of my own stuff too. So. Yes. <laughs> Not to take away from that, of course. Um, did did we ever also mention the address of your SoundCloud page, or if you have yeah, other probably do other that. like yeah. a Bandcamp or Facebook or? Yeah, SoundCloud Zedkenzo soundcloud.com slash Zedkenzo it's my SoundCloud uh, Facebook uh, I have a Zedkenzo page on there too and I also have an Instagram if you want to see me be weird sometimes and um, uh, if you want to get real weird you can go to my old band camp with my first EP ever from 2014 
that I also recorded in a bedroom in Madison, Wisconsin. It's called Violently Ill, and you can get it for free. You want to know why it's called Violently Ill? So I used to work at this call center, and I was talking to this, this man, and he was like, oh, he was, I think he had dementia or something. Not, like, I'm not making light of that or saying it's funny, but this is why it's great. He, I talked to him a lot, and he was just like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, totally fine. Like, I sounded just like this. And he was just like, you, you sound violently ill. You, you need to go to the doctor immediately. And I thought that was so tight. So I just, like, <laughs> named I decided to name it the EP Violently Ill. And I named one of the songs after him, too. Did, did he know that it was, uh, that he had an album named after him? No. Inspired by No, him? no. I never talked to James Camp again. Hope he's okay. <laughs> Uh, do you have any cool. shows coming up that you want to tell people about? Oh, yeah, there's one. I have one in Minneapolis next week, Tuesday. And then I have one at the end of the month on the 24th here in Milwaukee. I don't know if I can talk about it, though, because there's no event for it yet. Oh, <laughs> it's not opening so for around. MA, though. Just watch Facebook. For oh, there's right? Rio Turbo. Yeah. <laughs> Soon, oh. too. You're going to be performing with Rio Turbo? Yeah, Where that's at? always fun. March, early March. Early March? Yeah. All right, nice. Well, Good cool. to know. Uh, check the, the, the Facebook. <laughs> check the Facebook. <laughs> check the IG. Check oh. the... I have a Twitter that I don't ever use either, but you can check that out. It's real weird, obviously. All right, well, uh, <laughs> just so happens we're about at the top of the hour, so Yay. I guess we're going to wrap things up here on Local Live. Uh, it's about 7 o'clock, one minute before. You're tuned into 91.7 FM, WMSC, Milwaukee. We are a listener-supported broadcast service of the Milwaukee School of Engineering. And I'll let you know right away, tonight's edition of Local Live on WMSC is supported by a donation from the Hi-Hat Garage located on Arlington and Brady on Milwaukee's east side. The Hi-Hat High Octane Hour is Monday through Friday from 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. with an appetizer buffet. More info at hihatonbrady.com. Local Live is a production of WMSC Radio, broadcast tonight from Club Garibaldi, 2501 South Superior Street in Bayview. Local Live is produced by Aaron Wolf and Cal Roach and is engineered by Billy Cicerelli and Club Garibaldi. Thanks to our live studio audience for participating tonight. Give yourselves a hand. For those awesome questions that you guys came up with. And for upcoming guests and archives of past Local Live performances, visit WMSC.org. And tune in again next Tuesday at 6 p.m. for another edition of Local Live with Negative Positive. Wait. The, right? the teen band. Yes, that's right. Exciting. Thank you so much you. for performing Thank you. and speaking with us. Thanks to everybody here at Garibaldi. And that's going to do it for us. Stay tuned for Midnight Radio. We'll see you next week. <laughs>